Two. Oh. Welcome once again to Senpai's Playlist. And Claire's actually here. And Claire actually showed up for work today. <laughs> How dare you allow yourself to have a healthy relationship and celebrate Jules' birthday? How dare you? Some of us don't get to have birthday cake even when it's not our birthday. Some of us being me. I don't think that made as much sense as you thought it did. Okay. You got to have birthday cake, oh, but it wasn't, it wasn't your wasn't birthday. Mine. To be fair, we had birthday uh, cupcakes. Yeah, I'm not talking about pastries. Oh, God. Did I we? mean, look, that that's a lot of cake. cake. Did I have cake? I actually... Oh, yeah, wait, never mind. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, certain things we won't discuss on the show. Just, I will admit, <laughs> that was a lot of cake, because before we came on air, Jules was walking around in some booty shorts, and all I could say was, God damn. Just, you know, I mean, look, yes, I am in a healthy, committed relationship right now. Just, it's not, she's not walking around here in booty shorts all day long, because she's not here all day. Although I do get to see her next, um, she is coming up for Memorial Day weekend next week, so I'm happy about that. Um, I just got back from my second week in Scranton, and I was telling Claire that my back was in pain. I just took a muscle relaxer, so I'm going to get a little loopy in a bit. Uh, this is why I'm in such pain. So I was at a property, and as I'm doing properties, um, I have to take a, I have to drag a hose across the uh, property line. Uh, the damn thing, I, I was dragging across the line, and a truck went by. Now, the front end the front end of the tires of the truck rolled over the cord, okay? And the back end rolled over. But after the back, end, back tires went over the hose, I guess I pulled it at that exact same time, and it raised up, and it got caught on the trailer hitch of the truck. And the way I had the hose wrapped around me as I was pulling it across the yard, it's like a harness... Uh -huh. So I got the handle in my left hand, and I got the other part of the hose hooked around my arm, and I'm pulling it. So when he, uh, wow, they really got him doing Shinsuke's entrance? That's awesome. Sorry, I'm also watching wrestling. So when the truck, so when the hose got hooked on a trailer hitch, it pulled, and the hose was already wrapped around me, and the handle hooked around one loop of the hose, so it was like basically wrapped around my body, and just dragged me across the yard. I'm okay. Uh, the doctors already said I have some bruised ribs. That's really bad. Bruised ribs are the, some of the most uncomfortable stuff. It is. They gave me some good medicine. It's just now my back is bothering me more than anything. So I'm just, so I, I'm a little uh, banged up right now. Okay. That's hilarious. So the guy picking up my order is named David. Which is the name of my brother, whom me and him are still not talking. But that's a story for another time. Moving on. So, that was my week. How's your week been? Really good, actually. Uh, except for I probably didn't get as much work done as I would have liked to. But I didn't get no work done. Which is good. I've just been doing schoolwork and cleaning and doing chores and cooking most pretty much all week. 
Which, by the way, so when we came on air, Claire was showing me her uh, her new setup, and da -da -da -da, she had a PS5 controller, and in, in which I immediately was like, "You have a PS5?" I goes, do not. And she's like, "No, I just have the controller," and I'm just like, "Oh." To me, yeah, that's I, big, it, it, I got it to play on my PC because sometimes I'm just in a controller mood for my computer. I don't. It's looked down on in the PC community. And she froze up. People were just like I, to play Death on it. Damn it. Okay. I froze. I yeah, we both like it, this. Might be a technical difficulty. Yeah. Start over. This might be a technical difficulty type of night. We will power through it as best as we can. Because trust me, when this muscle relaxer kicks in, oh man, I'm gonna be going to some places. But yeah, I was really, you know, Claire revealing to me that she just has a PS5 controller, not a PS5. To me, it's the equivalent of going to a strip club. It's like, oh, you go, you see the women naked, but no sex actually happens, depending on where you go. But this is such Keep a crazy. But, but talking about, you know, strip clubs and things we love in Claire's former profession. So last episode was the, was my dedication episode to Jules' birthday, you know, and all that cake. So much cake. You know what? Ah, uh, see. Oh, God. This is. This is. All right. So I'm going to try to get through this bit, people, because we keep freezing. And then uh, hopefully we can fix it by after the first track. But all right. So last episode was the um, dedication episode to Jules and her and Claire's love story. But me and Claire decide we're still going to do the love story episode. Because I have already had great picks for songs. Okay, say that one more time because it froze again. It froze for mine too. Oh my God, this is... All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go ahead and play Clara's song first. Now, here's how this is going to work. Um, we're going to tell each other's love story based on the other one's track. So we'll listen to the tracks and then we'll tell the other, okay, this is how... This is at what point of the story, or this is what's going on. So, Claire's first. All right, so what track do you want to play first, Claire? So the first one I had picked out was Zen Zen Zens from the movie Your Name. Okay. And, this and is that by, is by Rad Wimps. All right, so when we get back, I will, well, I'll listen to the song, and when we get back, I'll explain Claire's love story, and hopefully we can get through these technical difficulties. We'll be back. それ
の全然前世から僕は君を探し始めたよその不器用な笑い方を出かけてやってきたんだよ君が全然全部なくなってチリチリになったってもう迷わないまた一から探し始めるさむしろゼロからまた宇宙を始めてみようか「君が眠っていた間のストーリー」何億「何億何光年分の物語を語りに来たんだよ」「けどいざその姿この目に映すと」「君も知らぬ君とじゃれて戯れた日よ」So hopefully we work this out, although we really need to. Me and Clark gotta figure out a different way to record, because apparently having the video up is causing glitches. Maybe it's just the internet today. Comcast, once again, biggest crooks that there is. That's another oh, episode I title. I Comcast. I was not for it. I have Verizon now, and I'm like. See, that's another episode God. title. Comcast, biggest crooks. But 
back to the music. That still was... lagging on audio. Really? Yeah. Oh my god. Ah. Just powering through it as best we can. Alright, that was Zen Zen Zensi by Radwimps. Uh, and this was a song played for that movie, Your Name, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, so, this is how I see this point. Um, hold on a second. Okay. Oh, apparently. Oh, God. Just one moment, people. Apparently, Discord is now telling me that we're still in the call. Oh, on really? Discord. Yeah. It's funny because my Discord's been closed. Uh, you know, maybe, you know, that's, I think, maybe that's it. Let me log out of Discord. Maybe if I just log all the way out of Discord and just close it. I don't know. Does audio sound better now? I mean, it didn't sound bad. It just froze for a second that one time. Um, so I've also Googled this. Um, Skype keeps freezing. And the answer I got was, there is no known cause of why Skype keeps crashing for some users. Most of the time, crash ports come from Windows 10 users after system updates. Another thing that can cause constant crashing in Skype is compatibility issues, damaged files, or malware. Uh. Although I just tested my internet, like, and I am very good, very fast internet. Could should be able to handle multiple devices doing HD video, streaming video, conferencing, and gaming at the same time. And I know for a fact there's only I'm doing this. I'm pretty sure there's a TV on upstairs, and that's about it. it still, it shouldn't like. Eh, we'll, we'll figure it out. But anyway. So, alright, so after listening to the song, this is how I picture it, okay? Um, maybe it's a convention, like MAGFest, still same setting, okay? Um, you and me are there doing our usual thing, you know, maybe we're in a Smash Bros. tournament. Maybe we're in a Pokemon tournament, because you did say, Jules, recently they um, just finished their first Pokemon game. Yes, and so, we are working on getting the Shiny Charm, and they're going to start breeding, and they're coming up with competitive team ideas. Okay, so maybe Jules enters the MAGPL, and upon you two entering, like, you know, you decide to have a quick battle, and this is the song playing during the battle, because as you're battling each other, you're kind of flirting. I'm just kind of sitting off to the side like, uh, this bullshit, here we go again. Ah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the beginning of your love story. You two play each other in a Pokemon battle. Nine times out of ten, you probably win because you're a giant, shiny sand, sand castle. <laughs> I love and, um, you know, Jules, upon losing, has to let you take them out for lunch. That's the beginning of the love story. So, yeah, yeah, that's the So... That being said, we're going to play my first track, which, hmm, I think I'm going to play Chubura by Kaloon. This is the, I forget which opening this is for Bleach. Eight. Yeah, season eight opening for Bleach. Okay. And when we get back, Claire's going to tell how my love story begins out. And hopefully, these stupid technical issues stop. Um. You know, we do it through Skype because it's a lot easier doing. It's a lot easier in terms of me doing editing, rather than Claire recording a file in Audacity, then um, sending it over to me, and then me having to splice and cut and chop and all that stuff. Because my time's limited because of flipping this. But 
you know, now that I got a better computer, well, now that I got a computer, maybe I'll look into an actual audio program that allowed me to record us a little bit better. So I think there's a way to do that. I got to um, ask my friend Purnell, um, his podcast host, because he usually knows a lot about that stuff. I'll ask um, a few of my other podcast friends. But either way, uh, this is Chubura by Kalum. And we'll be back. Yeah. 
We'll just turn off the mics. Turn oh, oh, there it goes. All right. All right, and we're back. That was... I just had it here. Shame on me. Chubura by Kulun, and that's the season eight opening of Bleach. And I'm sitting here lamenting this sorry excuse. All right. I used, all right, as we've discussed on the show before, I worked in a kitchen before, okay? I worked in the kitchen for many years. This is the most sorriest excuse for a taco salad I have ever experienced. There's no tortilla. There's no nothing. They didn't give me no salsa. They didn't give me no sour cream. All they did was take some ground beef, dice up some tomatoes, took some shredded um, cheese, and toss on some lettuce. Claire, how does my love story begin? Why I eat this sorry excuse for a fucking salad? So, I kind of get the feel from this song that it's kind of like missed opportunity, but then fate happens. So, either it's a visit a con or you're just like out and about in town. This kind of gives me the vibe where you would be walking down the street or walking down, you know, one of the merch aisles maybe. And you happen to spot a really pretty girl just out of the corner of your eye. But you know, there's a you're you're on your way somewhere. You're doing something already. So like it it registers in your mind. But then you you keep walking, you know. And so you let that opportunity kind of slip past you. Okay. But as you keep walking around, she keeps popping up in different places until finally you're able to meet face to face. You actually are walking towards each other and you walk past each other once again though. And both of you stop and you finally turn around and you're just like, I have to ask, what is your name? Which ironically is the song from my movie, but I can picture you saying that too. <laughs> That's a very you move. Once again, Claire knows me too well. Because that is some shit I would do, but like, yo, listen. Every shop I've gone to, you've been there. And see, you're looking at the same item, and you just happen to be at the same shop. And see, either you're following me, or it's just coincidence. So, what is your name? <laughs> uh, all right, all right, I can feel that. Ironically, I think also that's, I think, is like the ending of the movie Your Name. It's like, but that's the beginning of your story. But that was technically the second beginning of their story. Yeah. But I, I don't wait. remember. Also, which was the eighth, eighth season of Bleach was which arc? Oh, that was a filler arc. Oh, that which filler arc? Um, like... Something with them protecting a princess of some sort. Oh, yeah. That was a weird, interesting one. I like parts of it, I think. They got as far a new... as filler arcs go, it wasn't the worst. Because they got a new captain to um, fill in for Gein's spot. And he turned out to be a piece of shit, too. Oh, yeah, that dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm Gein will forever be, like, OG, like... That is, like, OTP, but not really, but kind of yes. Like, Gein, Ichimaru, and Rangiku were, like... It was so sad. Like, I swear I cried. By the way, I stand by what, what I said. Happened. This is a bullshit ass 
taco salad. <laughs> I am not that, gonna that, argue that, on that. that that's gonna be an episode title. I feel this. so bad for you, honestly. For dinner, I had this Asian noodle salad. There's a salad, not salad soup that I made starting yesterday. And I gotta say, I thought it was excellent. <sighs> I mean, I got loaded fries too with Cajun ranch sauce. So Can't I just go wrong I, with that. I wanted something light. I'm thinking like taco salad. Okay, it's a taco salad. Like taco salads are not hard. Okay, it, they're not. Okay. People, hear me out, okay? If you cannot make an actual taco bowl from like a tortilla shell, make the bowl deep fried <laughs> or whatnot, it's simple. You take some tortilla shells, you put them on the bottom of whatever the container is, okay? You then get your lettuce, your meat, your cheese. Boom. Eat oh, no, it. what you really need is have you ever been to a Baja Fresh? Baja Fresh. I think it was Baja Fresh. Their taco salad bowls were like this deep fried crispy stuff yeah it was amazing like and better than a the, and, better than a shell it was like oh my god and they it's put kind things of inside fucking, it right yeah yeah and See, then you break off the shell and eat it with the salad but like this was not any nor ordinary like taco salad shell it was like next level and honestly i wasn't expecting i wasn't expecting that with this but you were expecting some kind of shell, right? They didn't even give me salsa or sour cream. There's no tortillas in here. It's so literally I, just I'm just like, go to Chipotle. Chipotle no. is no, no. always doable for me, you know? Like, it's burritos better. It's just, my thing is, okay, there's no tortilla strips. There's no nothing. Like, I could have made a better salad at home. That's cool, though. I'm going to go. There's this place in Mechanicsburg called, uh, I think it's called Dad's Garage. Um Dad's yeah, it's called Dad's Garage. They um, they do taco bowls, so like taco salad bowls. So I think I'm gonna go there and get one tomorrow because this is unsatisfying. Like I wanted something light, so I figured, all right, a salad would be great. Taco salad, okay, crispy, crunchy, cheesy meat. No, that sounds like, like it should. You should be like doing commercials based on that. Oh my god! Like uh, you know what? I think what we need to start doing each episode is. Maybe, like, if we have the money, we'll get, like, Uber Eats or Takeout, okay. and we either rate what we got. Because right would now... Would we have to do get something different every time? That's fine. Would, like, our, I, no, I mean... I'm, we can order from I the same place, but we order something different, different but, like... like, a different meal. Yeah. Because yeah, I am notorious for ordering the same, like, five things for, like, a year. From the last year on Uber Eats. Look, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's only ever ordered pad thai, drunken noodles, pho, and spicy chicken sandwiches. Mm, spicy chicken sandwiches. Only things I eat from Uber Eats. Yo, honestly. for all this, I could have fucking got Nachos Bell Grande from Taco Bell. Oh my fucking A lot God. more when I ate a lot of Taco Bell. <laughs> I lived I... on Taco Bell. I ate Taco Bell like twice a day for months. I was like super sized me from the documentary about McDonald's. Well, here's the thing. I was, because here's the thing. Like, up there, like, I was trying to watch how much takeout I was eating because there's really not much else to eat while you're up there. Like, there's no, there's nothing for me to cook. And eating microwave, I ate microwavable stuff the first, the first week I was up there. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just keep it simple, this, that, the other. Like, so I wanted something light. This is bullshit. Like, in terms of, look, it's, it's a basic ass salad that they portrayed as gonna be something. This 
gets a three out of ten. Because at least the the meat's not even goddamn seasoned. It's like they literally took some ground beef, cooked it, and threw it on top. It's not even seasoned with cumin. For those of you who don't know, cumin is the main ingredient in taco meat. That's what gives That's it flavor. cumin, but the first three letters spell something else. What's your next track? So I can get away from this proud? travesty. <laughs> Is it the All right. Garden song? It is not. It is the Nana song. Okay. So this track is called A Little Pain. I'm going through a lot of pain because of this fucking <laughs> bullshit-ass taco salad. You know, that's a, another fucking bullshit-ass taco salad. I wish I could just send you food through the monitor. That would be the best. Just, oh, God. Yeah, I've actually been cutting back on Uber Eats because I took out a kind of a, not a real loan. I took out, like, a parent loan. To pay mm-hmm. for my PC. Okay. Um, so I'm cutting back on Uber Eats because I have also figured out per month I spend like a couple hundred on Uber Eats probably. Jesus, Claire. I'm like. Here's the thing though. Like, all right. You know, we can talk about this when we get back. <laughs> this is a song Little Pain sung by Olivia Lufkin. And this is an ending or an opening to the anime Nana. So it's, is it? It's also in the anime. Okay, well, when we get back, we'll 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 discuss this. I, and put like this, just to give a just, just to give everyone an idea how pissed I am with this taco salad. Okay, That's if if a salad. big booty chick was over here and said I could eat the salad off of her ass, I would it. not eat the salad off her ass. It's the first ending, but it's also like in the whole series a lot. First ending, salad is ass, and not the good kind. We'll be back.
That was A Little Pain by Olivia Lufkin. And that was the first ending to Nana. So, I've never saw this. Um, but before we get on that, I just wanted to let you know. So, you were right about Resident Evil Village. Because I had to kill my 9'6 waifu. And I had to kill her first. I beat the whole game, by the way. Like, I started when I was up there in Scranton last week and this this Monday I had took a PTL day because I needed a day of rest um so I just played through rest of the game which man um I give that game a 9 out of 10 and I'll explain why later after that but like yeah Claire was right because <laughs> with my my wife who transformed <laughs> yeah it got great reviews I can't wait to play it I'm honestly gonna play through 7 um, Yo, put it like this. First, um, before I play it again, because I'm like, I need a refresher on this. Like, seven? Like, there was a few jump scares here and there. Yo, eight? It is a completely psychological mindfuck. I don't know if uh, it's the same thing is in... I don't know if it makes it scary if I'm just, like, a little wuss. But, so, I found seven kind of scary. I was... But I oh, seven. Played, um, I played in VR... Oh, see, yeah, there, see. And oh, I, yeah, I was Oh, my just... God. It's like, I'm, like, freaking out so hard. Like, my heart is, like, I'm not easily scared either. Like, I think horror movies are funny. Like, when things kill other things, I find that hilarious in movies and video games. Obviously not as much real life, but, you know, it's a it's, it's not real, which is the point. But I mean, I remember playing um... that game in VR, I'm like, my heart is racing the entire time. And I just like it. Also, I, the problem is I get motion sickness in my VR set, so I can only play for periods at a time, but without needing breaks, like short periods. Yeah, I remember you telling me that before. Um, when you were up here last year, I was supposed to. Um... Yeah, you're oh, supposed to right. try it. Oh, I'm getting a new uh, VR set probably as well. What? A PS, a new P PlayStation VR set? No, I already have the PSVR. I'm gonna get. Uh, so I'm between. Oh, the Oculus. I'm gonna get either the Oculus Quest Two, or I've been thinking, like uh, the one I play have played the most, mm -hmm. uh, like from friends and at Mag and things is the Vive. 
Okay. All right. It really just depends. I think, like, maybe our viewers can help me pick one out. Uh, but I've also been asking around for friends to see which ones they think I should get. Uh, also, like, it's not where it should be, in my opinion, but I feel like the Valve could go far as well, the Valve VR. Well, just so you know, people, we are actually going to be... I'm going to work on the Discord this weekend. So we'll have a Discord soon. Um, I'll probably make Claire the, like, admin or something, because... She got to pull her leg somehow. <laughs> but, all right, so, after listening to this song and lamenting over the fact I had to kill my nine-foot-six waifu, because Claire was right, she did transform into some shit. And, my God, it was some shit. But, anyway, um, all right. So, this is how I see it. So, Claire and Jules, all right, at this point in the love story, Claire and Jules has gone on their lunch date. Everything's going well. Things are getting a bit romantic. Things are getting kind of hot and heavy. They get back up to the hotel room. I'm I'm sitting there trying to, like, just figure out, I guess, at this point in my love story, I'm supposed to be, like, setting up a date with the girl whose name we, we still don't know. And here they come, and I'm just like, oh, well, I know what this is about. I go to leave out the room. Claire goes to freshen up a bit. And when she comes back out, she catches Julie peeking at her Pokemon team. And in that moment, Claire thinks, wait, are you telling me that the date, the romance, the, the, the flirting, all that was just so you could look at my team? And Jules looks at her. She goes, no, this isn't what it looks like. And Claire's like, well, tell me, what does it look like then, Julie? And Julie's like, it just, you, your switch was right there. And I figured I'd have a look. Oh, oh, you figured you'd have a look. And then, you know, just, there's some dissension. And, you know, now the, the, the romance is kind of fizzling and breaking. Because Claire now realizes, like, this is about the heat of competition. She cannot let her feelings get in the way. She wants to win first place at MAGPL. And she knows she already has to go through me, but she also has to go through Julie as well. She just wasn't planning on falling in love with the competition. <laughs> and that's where your love story is at right now, <laughs> based on that song. Because, I don't know, I heard that song, I'm like, man, that's, it sounds like there's some, like, real, like, there's a twist here. There's some real deep shit going down. So <laughs> that's the way I see it. Um... Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to... Alright, so the next track we will play for me is World End by Flo. And I believe this is the fifth opening for Cold Geass. Uh, this is basically... This takes place after... Well, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to ruin that. Sorry. There's just some anime I will not give spoilers to. I don't care how old they are. Cold Geass is one of those animes. It disturbs me that when you're, like, typing, you got... Look, how high up is your monitor? They're stacked. Okay, I was about to say, all right, so I feel like, all right, so me and Claire were also talking while off camera. Her and Jules, they are both looking for a place right now. It's going to be a two-bedroom. So I told her, like, basically once they get set in and settled, um, we'll, I'm going to come down. We're going to record an episode live. So, like, it'll be the first time me and her have recorded live. Although, I will say this. If MAGFest does happen this year, well, next year, 
We should record our episode while we're at MAG. Oh, we should, like, stream that if we're doing that. We probably could. We just got to get the right equipment and whatnot. Oh, be, I have, I think, pretty much everything we need. It'd be awesome if we could, um... I don't know. I don't think we're big enough to get a panel or if people would show up. We'd oh, probably get, like, not. a... Sh- we we probably get, like, a shit time. ECPL might, like, let us do, like, a small thing somewhere around them. I feel like ECPL should let us do guest commentary for the, um... That oh, work. okay. So that's okay. my set, current setup. Okay. Man, I look old. I need a haircut. <laughs> nah, well, because I was supposed to go get a haircut this weekend. I was saying, I think it looks good. It looks good what? on you. The no. slightly longer... And no. Oh, no. God. You you and every woman that I've ever known thinks that me, when I have curly hair and let my hair grow out, I look good in it. Me, I'm like, no. I don't feel like Wait, keeping Wait, you up. like it when I have long hair. That's different. Is okay. it? You know what? We're going to play the song because we're like, <laughs> this conversation. This is World End by Flow. We'll be back. Cow! 
opening of uh, Cold Geass, a show that, you know what, that's the next movie I need to watch, the Cold Geass movie that the came out. The Resurrection of Lips? Yes. I think it came out um, year last ago, year. Right? Yeah. But, uh, alright, but, but before Claire tells the love story, so, actually not, go on, tell this part of the love story, then we get into the fact that me and Claire have watched a so... lot of movies the past couple of weeks, so... <laughs> I, I picture this less of a part of a love story and more of like a montage you see. It's like the middle of the relationship that you see and it's like a montage of everything that's happening and then when the song plays just picture an anime version of Daryl. Like, and he and his girl have just gotten together and they're happy at the very beginning but then they hit turmoil and you know as relationship have their problems and I can just picture Daryl like and they're doing it because things are going well but then they're fighting and then he's storming out and he's out in the cold and you can see his breath in the cold and the wind is blowing past him and you see his coat like flaring out behind him and he's just standing there like stoic contemplating his feelings and then she walks up behind him and hugs him from behind and then it's like everything's gonna be okay and that is an amv moment so basically at this point during manifest <laughs> what claire is saying is i've gotten the girl's name after i left her with jules i went and found girly we got busy we argued about something i went to step outside to cool off my head she comes out gives me a hug and we're just kind of um what's that reconciling whatever we were arguing about which was probably something stupid so with that being said okay so we're at the middle part of a love story we're about to get to the end which probably for claire it's gonna be tragedy what <laughs> or it's probably gonna or it might claire's gonna probably have me go through some tragic shit like hair girly has a terminal illness probably but before we get to oh because i watched so show as claire has stated the tragedy hasn't happened yet which is another episode title <laughs> The tragedy hasn't happened yet. I just don't watch enough shoujo to be, like, immune to it. I mean, there's no way to actually be fully immune. I cry every time. But, like... Which you know I, I mean. find funny because Claire... Alright, I've known Claire for going on three years now. 
The reason why me and her get along so much is because we're very good at repressing our feelings to a point. Oh, yeah. However, at the same time, we're both big softies. <laughs> Only when it comes to fictional characters. <laughs> but we will sit there and tell someone at the same time, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. All the time. But uh, I, Oh, I was just actually, we were talking about, so, cause, well, you know how Julie was injured recently. Yes, yeah, so and Claire, so Claire played the, White Mage the, and nursed her back the to help. Part of it, though, the problem with it was, um, originally, my um, we were thinking of taking Julie to my old doctor's office, cause, just because it's the only one I know. And the problem with that is I could not have gone up with them. We're talking in the car about this because I actually, I told the entire office to go fuck themselves. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was so upset that day. There's a lot that happened. I was like, I left early specifically to get there on time. And you know what happened is they, there's a parking garage that is under the building that you park it and then you take the elevator up. And I got trapped in between two cars trying to get into this garage. And I was stuck there for until a bit past my appointment time had started. And then by the time I was able to get out of that jam, mm -hmm. they were like, oh, sorry, you're too late. You can come back another time or you can try and wait until there might be like a break available. And I'm like, well, how long is it? Because I have to get back to work, you know, and they're like, it could be like a few hours if like anything. And I'm like. This is ridiculous. It was your parking garage, and I was stuck with a car in front and behind me, and then the garage filled up is the problem. The garage was full, and the person couldn't back out because it's a very busy street. And it just became a whole thing that I was stuck there for, like, ten whole minutes, and it was ten minutes past my appointment time, basically. A little bit uh, less, I think. But basically, I was only, like, a little bit after my actual appointment time. And the problem was that I was literally stuck behind between two cars trying to get into a garage. And so I told them to go fuck themselves and I never went back and I've not been to that doctor's office in years by the way I still stand by my statement this is a bullshit ass taco salad <laughs> moving forward alright so it's not even a fucking taco salad it's a they do they threw ground beef on top of a fucking on top of a salad add some tomatoes and fucking cheese moving forward alright so me and Claire have finally seen Moving Train. Not together, but still, got to see Moving Train. And you know what? I cried. Well, still. not really. I internally cried. So, here's what we're going to do. People, as you already know, fast forward by one minute, starting right now. I knew Rangoku was going to die. Because the manga. Yes. And even knowing this, you cried. I didn't cry. I was like, "Damn!" I was so close to it. Like I felt it in my it, heart. It, it, they it's... make you love. Like so, he wasn't in season one a ton. Like, but like, but they made you love him so much just in the span of that movie. And then they do that, and it's like I know everyone who reads the manga knows it's gonna happen, but it still hurts. Like I, it's like. Look. It's like the way they like portray him, like with his mother, and like with like the set your heart ablaze thing. It just gets you. It, there's like it's Man, it's one look, of those anime that gets like to your heart. Reading it in the manga is one thing, but seeing that actual, actual fight. Oh my god! That's why I said the fights in the red light district. Oh, and we have hit the one minute mark. But yeah, um. That fight 
was the whole movie. I can see why it it smashed box office oh, yeah. record. The extent of the time it's going to be in the U.S. Hold on, you froze. Okay. It's going to be the extent of the time in the U.S. because of it's so successful. Um, yeah. So they're like, this will make us money. Let's keep it in theaters. And uh, the reason they put it in theaters here actually is because they want it to be up for a possible Right, which so, is huge for anime because there's only been one other anime film in the last like two decades which was spirited away that won in the animated category in America this reason is not it's crazy this movie was amazing okay so spirited away is the only all right so they're trying to go for what an emmy you said an oscar an, oscar. an academy award it's, the big look, show Here's what my big problem, like, <sighs> here's what my problem is with sometimes with things like the Oscars. Is, is, is it, Oscars are the highest one, right? Yes, Oscars okay. are the So, you have a group of people who vote on, the, you have the Academy who yes. votes. And the thing is, nine times out of ten, just like our government, half these mofos are made up of some old people who, the last movie they saw that, Changed the genre was probably Gone with the Goddamn Wind, like which is that. a great movie. Also, a great book. It's a great movie. Red Butler is the fucking man. I'll explain my theorem on Gone with the Wind in a bit, but moving forward, as much as I would love to see Mugen Train get an Oscar for Best Animated Movie of the Year, it will not happen. You know why? Because it represents change. It actually might, um, because even within the Oscars, so it's not necessarily that kind of change, a little bit of kind of change. So the thing about the Academy Awards is they are, it, they might not even think it deserves it, but they would give it to them just because they're trying to be less whitewashed nowadays. But like this, okay, nine times out of ten, you know what will probably win animated movie of the year? Disney, Pixar. Raya and the Last Dragon. That movie was ass! Oh, I didn't see that. I heard but it was like not this. right. So, this is how bad this movie so my girl, she has access to my Disney Plus. So one day she wasn't paying attention. She just put on a movie for the girls. Okay, accidentally bought it when it was like thirty bucks. I'm like, hey, she's like, oh yeah, because so it's like, you know. in theaters. It's yeah. only it's thirty bucks in for the first few months, and then like at the end of the year it'll be free for everybody. So I'm thinking like, okay, well, so and so forth, blah blah blah. So I waited till it was free on the Disney Plus, and I sat here and watched it with the boys, and. We watched it, and I remember the next day, I think like a, that next day or a few days later, I was like to them, hey, you know, y'all want to watch the Raya movie again? No. Yeah. If you want to watch Good. an Asian Fine. Disney movie, just watch Mulan. But like this, I think I played Monster Hunter the whole time, <laughs> like while that movie was on. Like, no, no, I didn't play Monster. I played something else on my Switch. Either way, no. Um, I finally got to see Fate Stay, Heaven's Fill, Heaven's Fill Three, Spring Flower. Man, man, well worth the wait. Well worth. It. Um, me and Clara have both seen Mortal Kombat, so here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna judge it on a one to ten scale. One being the worst, ten being the best. There will be no eight point five nine. It'll just be eight, nine, ten, whatever. Da 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 da. Claire, what do you judge the movie? 
Seven. Okay. Me being me, being a fan of the original movie and a fan of the series in a whole, I give it an 8 out of 10. Here's why. So, most people can, like, first off, the fight scenes were all awesome. Second, they kept with the whole mature thing, okay? They didn't hold back, you know, they didn't, but they weren't too vulgar with it. Fucking Kano stole the goddamn movie, though. He's the best character. No. He was just, everything no. he did was... I will disagree with you so hard on that point. But here's my thing with Kano, like, when they're in the desert and Luke King throws a fireball, he goes, he gets always like, wait, hold on, hold on. Did you just throw a fireball out of your hand? Like, fuck everything else. Fuck the fact that they're, like, walking. His thing is, in this moment, I just saw an actual human being throw a fireball. So I, I, just... <laughs> I also thought it was an amazing movie. I'm taking off two points. For they pulled a Resident Evil by making the new character the main uh, character. Oh, um, uh, what was his name? Cole something. Cole, yeah, Cole Young, I think. Yeah, so making the main a new character, main character, someone that's not even in the video games, and also one point for the somewhat what I consider a little bit of like whitewashing-y. They hired Asian-ish actors, but it's mostly half Asian or even the full Asian it's like except for the like uh except for like Sub-Zero and Scorpion it is the whitest looking Asians you could fucking find I mean in that aspect I understand what you're saying I know why they did it they did it because they want the more general audience to be able to relate more to the characters based on appearance is what they've always done and it's just like I just also I maybe I just also didn't maybe like the look of certain younger characters i mean i get also it's like it's more of like a where that's in the timeline they would be but it's, you know, it's, it's i really also i couldn't get over the cold thing like the only like the reason i would still give it a seven is because the fight scenes were amazing Favorite. and i fucking loved i just was waiting for scorpion to come out and be like get over here yeah i have oh my god my, my even vita case is that like jules so it's jules. like oh wow jules yeah Julie's in, just, uh, taking a shower, I think. I was, was going to say, she, oh, oh, she's taking a shower. Oh, my God. She can come out in that Sub-Zero towel talking about, get over here. <laughs> oh, have you heard the, the, the Yo Mama joke about that? It's, Yo Mama's so ugly, Scorpion said, stay over there. Oh, my God. <laughs> but now, I'd give it an 8 out of 10 simply because they added something in the movie that, honestly, after they added, I was like, yo. Why the fuck didn't Ed Boon think of this? Arcana. Uh, and that was basically... Added what I know that you're... Yeah, I... I think it's a cool idea. I wouldn't give it an extra point for that specifically. Well, for me, it just... For me, it makes sense because it's like, okay. So you have... All right, certain characters in there you can kind of understand. Like, all right, in the actual... In the current game, Johnny Cage, the reason why he can throw green fireballs and stuff like that is because apparently... His bloodline is that of ancient warriors that used to fight for Earthrealm, and his abilities awaken. Sub-Zero is, of course, a ninja. Scorpion, a ninja. Um, but then you got people like Striker and Flippin' Cabal. With, uh, didn't they have, at the end of the movie, didn't they have a Johnny Cage poster? Yeah, so... Do you think they're going to hint at a sequel with that and bring in, like, the uh, his and Sonya's kid? Well, I'm, I'm getting to that part. So here's, here's my thing, for the most part. So... 
I like the whole idea of the Arcana because you have people like Cabal where it's like, okay, I get it. Cabal had his skin, he, he was burnt alive, okay? And he has to survive on the respirator and all that stuff. How the fuck does that make him super fast? Arcana. Because there's certain people in the movie that you're like, I don't understand how you're able to do that. Arcana works for me. Because it's like, okay, you discovered your Arcana. Your Arcana, like Jax's Arcana was obviously to uh, enhance whatever he had. Hence, he had those really small robotic arms and suddenly his Arcana allowed him to enhance. Maybe also big- part of it is like, I like the idea of it. Maybe, like, I do like the idea of it. I don't like... As a whole idea, like, I would have liked it better if they had brought something more from the games, like, as an Easter egg. Um, The main thing for me is, it is the pronunciation of it. I just, like, I I just, I thought it was a great... Drives me... Also, oh, so that's another thing. It's, like, it's not a point-taking-off thing, but a little thing that did bug me is any Asian name they said in it, they had to say with an English-American accent that oh my god i can't even like i know i have an english accent but when i speak in japanese yeah like when you're pronouncing the name when i speak i'm probably i probably butcher japanese language honestly when i speak in korean it sounds different than when white people speak in korean because i i might not be like I didn't grow up there, but I did grow up around other Asian speakers. I went to culture school for this, and so I am, like, used to them speaking, and it's different. Well, for me, like, I know, like, whenever we're doing the show, and, like, I go to... I know I'm butchering the names. Oh, I, when- I, I probably just... I do it in an Asian or more Asian way, but I, I'm not Japanese. I, I'm not... I know a little bit of Japanese based from anime and being there and learning a bit, but I am Korean, and so that's the language I know best. Well, either way, you make it sound better. Like, whereas if I, if you ask me to say something in Spanish, I'm fucking it up. Just regardless, but um, but yeah. So me and Claire have seen some great movies. Um, Movie Train, I give it a ten out of ten. Oh yeah, for sure. Fate Stay, I give a nine out of ten. Um. And, well, Claire gives Mortal Kombat 7 out of 10. I give it an 8 out of 10. I was very close to giving it the 8. I just had to take off that extra point for the the character thing. I, I was going to do it 1, but I was like, I'm going to make it a 2 for that. But um, So, now, back to my conversation with Gone with the Wind. And then we're going to move on to our final track of night. Because this kind of also has to do with the whole love story thing. So, this is why I love Gone with the Wind. Okay? So, this is why Red Butler is my hero. So Red, throughout that whole damn movie, had a thing for Scarlet. And Scarlet kept curving him. The kids still say curve, right? No. What do they say now? I have no idea, but I have not heard curve recently. All right. She kept dubbing him, curving him. She kept leaving him on Red, ghosting his ass. She would not give Red the time of day. Okay? And yet, despite all that, Red was always there when she needed him. So... Here we go, flipping, finally, she marries Red. All seems well, okay? But here's the thing. Red recognizes that no matter what he does, well, not even that what he does, he recognizes that Scarlet is just a selfish brat. She thinks of no one but her fucking self. 
I'm not saying Red was a saint either. Red was doing, you know, Red was on his bullshit sometimes. But it's like, damn, woman, like, I'm giving you the world. And all you seem to talk about is this Ashley motherfucker. You're a cousin. Like, damn, like, I've been chasing you. I'm finally married, and yet you're still Ashley, 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 Ashley. Like, what the fuck? So finally, boom, they have a daughter. Red's like, finally, a woman that will love me for me, no matter what daughter dies so red's broken he's heartbroken because he realizes that the one woman in the world the one person that would love him no matter what is gone scarlet she's heartbroken and she blames red and it's like damn i already i just lost my daughter and you're still blame and you're blaming me for it like you're not trying to console me you're not trying to make me feel better you're just blaming me for this shit red locks himself in a room I don't want to be bothered with no one. I feel that shit. So finally, here comes Ashley's wife, Charlotte's best, Scarlett's best friend, to talk Red down. Red comes, Red comes to his senses and whatnot. But now, Ashley's wife, Scarlett's friend's dying. And here's Charlotte. Oh, here's Scarlett over here consoling Ashley. And it's like, well, damn, where the fuck was all this consoling? When, after our daughter died, when I need you to be here for me. And it was in that moment, Red realized, no matter what the fuck I do for this woman. Sorry, I think that was a mosquito or some kind oh, of bug. Shit. I got it. No matter what I do for this woman, she will never be the fuck happy. So that's the thing, like, that we can talk about separately. You should also, I'm going to recommend a movie to you. And it's, for this specifically type of thing i feel like that's the greatness about movies like this and books like this is that it's it's something that's not touched on a lot and the way it is it is very perspective based well my perspective is like i said he's thinking like damn no matter what i do she will never love me the way i love her so when he said that part oh ain't you two so cute go fund yourselves so when you he said that fund Go fund yourself. Let's go fund ourselves. Apparently we're funded. funded. But anyway, that, that part where he's like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Well, she's like, what am I supposed to do? Frankly, my dear. Because at that point, he was done. He's like, shit, we lost a kid. You were nowhere to help me. But, oh, Ashley's losing his wife, and you're over here going, man, fuck you, lady. I'm out. It's a lot more complicated than that. I we can talk about it on a different time, probably better. Um, you really got to see this after you see this movie, then we can talk about it. Okay, what's the movie name, and then we're gonna move to our, to your last track of the night. All right, so the movie I think you should watch is called Pieces of a Woman. Is that the one where the guy gets changed into a woman? Uh, and she uh, is that promise. the one with? Is it is that the one where the guy gets changed into a woman? No. Oh, okay, uh, I'll, I'll look it up. Look, I'll look it up while we play your last song, which is all right. So, the Violet Evergarden song, right? Violet Evergarden song. Okay, and this is damn it. What's the name of this song? Hold on. This is Will by True. All right. So when we come back, I'll tell how Clara's love story and and Jules, you might want to listen to this. Because apparently you did some shady shit in the middle of the love story. <laughs> we'll be back. They can't hear you. 
Wow, I did not bring any of the notes. Okay, we are back. That was. Will by True. Okay, which, as you all know, is the group that was the singer that sung the opening theme to the Violet Evergarden TV series, which we played in. Why do you make Episode one. Technically, episode two. Technically, two. One for me, the first one I was in. So. Here's what I'm hearing during this. Okay, so Yule and Jules, for like for some happenstance, somehow, some way, you defeat me in a long, drawn out, bloody battle in Pokemon. Like it was down to the wire. R and Jesus was still on your side, and maybe a giant shiny sandcastle. A giant shiny sandcastle. And you clutch the win. I, I just tip my hat to you, and I sit back to watch and support you as you go up against your final opponent to win MagPL. God bless. And it's Jules. And now you sit here wondering, like, if Jules is gonna, if Jules, you're sitting there prepping yourself, waiting to see if Jules changed the team based on what she saw in your team, because she saw your one secret weapon that you were gonna use that you hadn't used yet throughout the tournament. But when you both boot up the game and you see each other's team, there are no mons to counter your secret weapon. Her team has not changed. It has remained the same. But here you are this whole time accusing them of doing some underhanded shady shit. And you're thinking to yourself like, damn, but they're actually competing fairly. You make me seem like the bad guy. And, and now, you're, now you're conflicted because you're in the middle of the battle. And as you're battling each other, your affections reach each other your feelings and through the battle you come closer however however jules defeats you with a random crit out of oh nowhere. my god that would not happen and you're so shocked and she gets the title and she just kind of looks at you and you look at her and she just walks over and she just kind of gives you a hug and places her forehead on your head and she just says I'm sorry for looking at your team I was just curious can you ever forgive me and you just kind of give a smile there's no way they would you just kind of give a smile this isn't about you Claire it's kind of about me we have established but, but she, a she hierarchy of Pokemon but, but you give her a smile and you're like well you're buying dinner and you both just kind of walk they off. They admit that they'd never beat me no, a Pokemon. No, no, no. I was confirming what this conversation was. Was That like, is the point. Oh, you think you can beat me a Pokemon? Ooh. <laughs> a challenge has been issued. Challenge. Oh, wait. Does she like spicy? I mean, do they like spicy stuff? No. Oh, my God. No. They would die. Uh, oh, wait. I think I, 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 think, I, think I got problem? a perfect. I think I got a perfect punishment. Please don't kill my partner. No, no, I got a perfect punishment that is not it's not going to involve spiciness, but we'll get back to that. But anyway, you two walk off hand in hand, and the credits are rolling. <laughs> they would also, or one, they would not beat me on a crit because I wouldn't let them get down to my last Pokemon. And two, they have issued now a challenge. This is happening. All right, so I am going to this win. Is... It was. That was a challenge. It's, so this... I'm going to win. This is this is 
in a year. In one year time. Okay. One so, year. You said one year originally. One year so, time. So one year we time. We are going to have a Pokemon battle. So, May of next year. Winner take all. May of next year. May of be next a year. I will. Uh, so I will. I will officiate this battle. However, since it's going to take a year, this is the punishment. God bless. This is the punishment. The loser. The loser. Has to dress up in whatever cosplay the winner wants. Has to dress up in a cosplay of whatever the winner wants. It's going to be a year, so y'all got time. All right. We'll so, think about it. But uh, I'm going to win this. There's no way they can surpass uh, me. While we were on break, um, while we were on break, uh, flipping. Claire, I looked up the movie Claire was talking about. Wow, that muscle relaxer is really kicking in. I looked up the movie Pieces of a Woman. I can't watch this. I'm already going. All right, so for those of you who don't know, like, why we've been on hiatus for a bit. So um, me and the mother of my children, we've been separated for a while. She recently moved to Florida with my kids and was a last-minute thing that she dropped on me. And I just been a giant ball of nerves. And then on top of that, I worked out of town for two weeks in Scranton. Because I just to sit around here looking at my kids' toys and stuff. Like, I get them next month on the 11th. And I get to keep them with me for the summer. But just sitting around the house looking, I, I needed a change of scenery just to clear my head. So it did well. But that's kind of what's been going on. But we're back on track now. But this movie, from reading the synopsis, I can't watch it. I would literally, like, my heart could not take it. That's like, there's a... I started watching Love, Death, and Robots, season two. Oh, Black I finished that. Awesome show. I right, like the episode, one better. I think, what was it? The second or third episode? With the kids? Yeah. That fucked me up. Like, I... I, uh. so I guess I guess I see this a little bit differently, because it's, it's what happens. It's the aftermath of not having a kid. I mean... I get that, but here's the thing. I went, my ex-wife had a lot of miscarriages, and me and Carmen, our first year together, she had a miscarriage. So just it's 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 one of the things, people. It's that's just, the thing, actually. Is if you've gone through that, like I, that's the reason I watched this. Is I have always looked through my life searching for something that might help me feel better. About something that can't really be helped in any other way. And in that, I can understand. And in that, it's like, it, I wouldn't say it made me feel better to watch it, but it shed a new light on different perspectives that I wasn't expecting, which in a way helped me just think in my mind and find a way to make myself a little more comforted, I think. And see, it's, that... it's a hard watch, but in the end, it, it gives you this new view on everything that you might not have had before. And I feel like just knowing certain things, it makes you feel less alone, one. And two, it helps you self-reflect a lot, which can help you grow as a person, which helps you get over, I wouldn't say you're ever gonna fully get over, but at least a little get over some of your internal turmoils. And that was Claire's TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. That's why I like- So maybe so when you're in a, Good enough space to watch it i would recommend watching it just to try and absorb some of the stuff that they put out there 
and it might even help you just in general in life. Well, I'll give it a try, but that's why I like movies so much because, you know, a lot of people will sit there to see certain movies and they'll like... I look at it the same way. I look at movies the same way I look at a cut of... I look at a cut of beef, okay? <laughs> you might look at, like, a T-bone or a porterhouse or a chuck roast or a ribeye and think to yourself, oh, this be great on the grill or this, that, the other, this, so on and so forth. I'll look at it and be like, huh, do I want to throw this in the crock pot? Do I want to throw it on the grill? Do I want to cook it on the stove? How do I want to season it? What do I want to eat with it? Like Claire said, a lot of things are about perspective. And I feel like some movies, they give you different perspectives on things, but also has to do with the perspective of one who is watching said movie. Because Claire could watch something like, um, I'm trying to think of what's a good movie. Uh, I'm sorry, the most relaxed kidding people. I'm sorry to get a little loopy. Okay. Alright. Get out of that loop in. Venom, let there be carnage. Claire could oh, look at that. I can't wait. Claire could look at that movie and be like, alright, it's just another superhero movie. What? I'm sorry. Pause. Stop the presses. Hocus Pocus 2 to rare on Disney Plus in 2022. You didn't know that? No, I just saw this. Oh, bro, and yeah, I know. I'm fucking ready. Everyone's reprising their role. Okay, wow. I know, Bat Miller's been tweeting about it for like a year, and I'm so fucking ready. Yeah, everyone's reprising their role, so that's awesome. Like, I had to stop the press. But anyway, moving forward. Um, I could see them, like, Claire could see that movie, and be like, oh, it's a superhero movie, this, that, there. To me, I watch it, be like, yes, it is a superhero movie, but it could also be looked upon as how one deals with their inner demons. So, but we're getting too philosophical. We're moving forward. Claire and Jules, they're walking off into the sunset. Okay. The credits are rolling. You know, now we must end my love story. So my final track of the night. So earlier this year, we played, uh, is that? No, it wasn't. Oh, I can't wait. Was it? I can't believe this is in hentai that you played ecstasy. Yep. Okay. Uh, no, did I play Ecstasy on that? I think I know we played Ecstasy on one of the episodes. You picked it. I was like, oh, uh, waifu, waifu matchup. You know my memory is fucking horrible. Yeah, on the episode waifu matchup where we were trying to set each other up with waifus, uh, Claire set me off with Masane Omaha, praise the titties and the praise for Kulo. I'm still an andonatologist. Um, so the group. Uh, I think they're called Psychic Lover. They sung Psychic Ecstasy, Lover, right? yes, yes. So when the show Great. ended, Psychic Lover sung this song. The song only played in the final episode of the Witch Played series. This is called Get Closer. And this is a song I've listened to many, 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 many a time. And there was a movie based on me, anime themed or whatever, be it love story, whatever. This is how I would want the movie to end with the credits rolling. So credits are going to roll and Claire's going to tell us how this rolls when we get back. So once again, close, get closer by psychic lover. Sejak kuno naka, 
の子供同じ血が脈を打つ街を飛び出し二人たどり着いたちっぽけな部屋壁には一輪の花なくしたくないかけがえないたった一つ守りたいもの確かめる必要はない一つになれたらいいのに過去も今も未来も変わらない絆
fully vaccinated so we can go visit. By the way, I have a surprise for you for our closeout song. All right. We're back. That was Get Closer by Psychic Lover, the final song of the fi- of the end of the Witchblade, Witchblade anime. Which Actually, Witchblade Ova. There was a Witchblade anime prior to that. I've never seen it, but this was the Ova. Um, so, Claire, while this is playing, how, how's my love story going? Acquired minds want to know. So, your love story is going pretty well after you reconciled during the last song. This song holds just love you you made up you Um, and it's you have to probably say that again because you froze up you made up and you froze up as well uh so you made up and it is similarly a montage but like it's just pictured as you made up with your girls like you got past the hump and now exploring your shared interests you are doing all the fun things i can see the monsters you guys playing video games together you cooking for her and her yeah we gotta find a better way to loving mamas like watching anime okay it's all the good parts of the relationship like I can just I I'm, I'm honestly picturing anime Daryl sitting on the couch with your girl. God, this recent things. <laughs> like, like you having this like frustrated face and her having this ecstatic face because she beat you <laughs> through button matching. It's happened before, so I can't really say much. I I am shocked that there's no tragedy. The tragedy was in the second part. It was an undefined fight you had. Through AMV status of just listening to the music and the lyrics. Wow, is... It's like, it's painting a picture. You're probably fighting because she was, she was like, I think you're the one. And you were like, I also think you're the one. But you are a little emotionally closed off sometimes. And you were like, I am just hesitant. And she got mad. And... She was like, you don't think I'm the one and angry, but that w- that's always your hardship, really, is your hardships. Well, you have, a, like, you have a lot of actual hardships as well, but like your main hardship with the, the more common, the most common denominator in all your relationships is that you care very deeply and it hurts you and it makes you a little more closed off to opening up at the beginnings of relationships the next time. That was Claire's Dr. Phil talk. <laughs> but no, alright, I get it, I get it. So, alright, good ending. There's no tragedy. I'm shocked, so... Gone through this with no Your songs tragedy. didn't really have a ton of tragedy. It just, it had the flash of, like, AMV status where it's like, there was a fight, but we don't really know what it was. It could have been anything. It's because Jules ate the last piece of cake. Yeah, it's because Julie ate cake. That's exactly what the fight was about. Yeah. In your love story. I'm talking about actual cake, like pastry. Jesus Christ. I'm also talking about pastries. I always talk about pastries because I forget the cake means butt. (laughs) There's another episode title. I forget cake means butt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Where's the pen? There it goes. Uh, 
All right. So while we're on, while we were off camera, and Claire was listening to the song, I did some research on something. So we were talking about all these movies that we've been able to see recently. One movie we have yet to see is Neon Genesis 3.0 plus 1.0, which is called Thrice Upon a Time. Thrice Upon a Time. So actually, this happened in Japan as well. So it was released in Japan, and they were like, they did say, they did state, because they didn't want spoilers in other countries, if you are caught, they will prosecute to the fullest extent of the law, and they did. Someone was caught, someone was arrested. Yeah, so... I was looking at the numbers here. Okay, so apparently this is the highest gross in Neon Genesis Evangelion ever. It I is remember currently... getting my first box set for them when I was a child. It was the best. Yo, the runtime is two. The runtime is two and a half hours. I'm here for it. I'm... So far, it's made. Pro... All right, so far it's made eight point twenty-eight billion with a projected seventy-five point seventy-two billion. I am fucking ready, man. I'm. So I'm put that in perspective. Mugen Train has made four hundred seventy-seven million. To be fair, Demon Slayer has been recently popularized. Neon yeah, Genesis have been hasn't for this for a while. been super yeah. popular since the early two thousand. Sadly, so, it's a great series. Oh my god! I look. I'm sitting. I almost read the plot because that's like another right thing about Neon Genesis Evangelion that people don't know is also like people expect more from Demon Slayer because of the manga. They kind of know there's more to come. Uh, Neon Genesis was the original. The anime was the original. The manga was written after the anime to fit in with it. All right. So a few things I found here that I really thought was interesting was, okay. So Yutada Hikaru did the... Yutada Hikaru did the main theme for the last Yeah, movie, which is called One Last Kiss. Which is which... great because um, she's actually one of the top ten richest anime um or not anime um japanese music artists in japan okay so and she's amazing and i actually think uh, i was thinking you should play simple and clean as a bonus track here i was because... actually gonna play one last kiss oh that's also good but did you play that uh no you didn't play that one um no we played i played beautiful last, world last yes episode. but um, so I, like... I was thinking simple and clean because uh we can talk about that for a sec because actually i was i was looking at the origin of the lyrics for that i could put both in I can put yeah. Wait, the original version or the Planet B remix? Uh, whatever you prefer. I like both. I if anything I'll put actually, an original version. Also, it's I like the um I like the Japanese version. We're going to use the Jap- well, that's what we're going to use the Japanese version. Anyway, so uh something I saw here that was really interesting. So people in the Wikipedia page there's like, "Oh, recept- people's reception of the movie." One particular person from Crunchyroll noticed okay. that the film goes pretty meta. And praised this direction, but repeatedly criticized the animation. It's it's the animation of this day and age, I'll say. It's like, it has changed. I would say it's not bad. Alright, so apparently, it is one of the longest animated feature films ever. Uh, Thrice Upon a Time. Following behind, and it's the fourth installment too, so it's yeah, like. So, well, to be fair, they they were they tried to cover like they went from start to finish as they the first two movies were remake e of the series, including all the main points, and then from three on, it's all new content. People not before. People, we are sorry for the audio quality because of the freezing and whatnot. We're gonna figure. 
we'll figure it out <laughs> hopefully by next yeah. episode but, yeah. all right so Sorry about the that. other the other longest animated feature films are in this corner and other corners of the world final yamato the disappearance of haruhi suzumiya wow okay oh. revival of evangelion which i think i've seen that let me double check yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what is that? Oh, hey, hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, getting some activities. All right. I mean, um, I saw, I saw we have a cupcake, and I only like frosting really, and they like the cupcake better. So you like frosting, and she likes cake. I mean, they like cake. That's an episode they title. They like cupcakes. That's an episode title. <laughs> they like cupcakes. They like frosting yeah, they like cake. Solid choice. Thank you. All I right. So, yeah. But yeah, so, so, um, oh, but the thing about, so, even going a little bit back to, like, the box office numbers, this mm-hmm. specific movie might not have grossed as much as that, but Neon Genesis as a whole has been out for much longer. There is a life-size AV Unit 1 in Kyoto that you can enter the entry plug and it shows your, your compatibility levels with it. They have Neon Genesis bullet trains and I looked this up because I saw a YouTube video asking like, is this a thing? And the confirmation is yes. You can spend your entire life living purely on Neon Genesis products in Japan. You know, it kind of reminds me of like- I have a right, Neon so- Genesis- what is that? You, you cut out. Your mic cut out. Your mic. Touch your mic. Neon Genesis cookie tin. Oh, oh yeah, that's Evan. I was at the train station and I was taking the Neon Genesis bullet train <laughs> from Kyoto to Tokyo. And um, guess what? Cookies. <laughs> what kind of cookies were they? Just sugar cookies. But now I used to keep extra cash in. Okay. But that kind of basically. Yeah, Ian Johnson have a has a huge. Your mic went out again. Neon you have Genesis, to repeat everything you had to say. Neon Genesis has so many lifestyle products like hoses, sprinklers, food. You can live your entire life just on Neon Genesis products. So that reminds me. So I've been listening. So along with this podcast, I do a podcast for VGM VGM video game music called VGM Fight Club. And I've been listening to some of my other uh, cohorts, one of them being game, that tune. And upon listening to that, I was reminded that over in Japan, Dragon Quest is the biggest RPG, JRPG franchise there is. Over there. <laughs> to the point where when Dragon Quest, Dra- like, they close schools on the days in which Dragon Quest is released. Oh, damn. Because it was a thing of like, hey, can you release these things on the weekend when there's no school? And the creators of Dragon Quest is like, uh, nah, man, work with us on this. So now Isn't there also like the, the Japan only has one weekend day though. They only get Sundays off. They Asian schools are six days are on week, yeah. six days a week. But yeah, apparently in Japan, on days in which the um on days in which Dragon Quest comes out, they close down the schools. Because nice. it, it was a thing of where kids weren't coming to school anytime yeah. Dragon Quest came out. I mean, so. I don't blame them. So Asian schools, not only do they have six days a week, but their hours are longer than ours. 
This is true. So, it's being, insane. So with that being said, main player is going to start wrapping up the show. Uh, we're going to close out on uh, Simple and Clean, Japanese version with original lyrics. And then One Last Kiss from Hikaru Yutada. Which, well, yeah. So both by Hikaru Yeah, Yutada. yeah, okay. <laughs> so we've had three Yutada Hukaru songs on here. That being said, well, this is episode nine. You know what happens next. Ladies and gentlemen, I am proud to announce we have finally ironed out the wrinkles. We've got the rules down. Waifu Wars. Two weeks. Now, the only problem with this is me and Claire won't be in the same area because I will probably be getting the kids that week, I believe. However, we're st- I think if we can, I think we can do it online. Don't quote me on this. I think we can still have the Amiibo waifu fight. Now, the one chip challenge thing is a bit much cash wise now. So here's what's gonna happen. How much is it? Like thirty bucks or whatever. But it's not much for you. But right now, I'm. I was gonna say if uh, I will, I will fund the one chip challenge. Well, I was gonna say the loser has to buy the winner dinner. Base. Oh, that works too because we get doing the Uber Eats thing as well. Yeah. But, uh, so uh, what we're gonna start doing each episode is we're gonna each. You know, what? that's what we'll do. We'll each order something for the other, and then we'll um, we'll we'll, we'll comment on what it is like this. Okay. This astastic taco salad. And the loser just has to buy both meals for yep. this next one. Yeah. So you know, there it goes again. Astastic taco salad. I spent most of this up on talking about this. You know, taco astastic salad. should be a good thing, so maybe not astastic. Not the good astastic. Well, astastic means good because it's astastic. Ass is good. You know, this is a taco salad of fuckery. There's the episode title. <laughs> taco, taco salad, salad of fuckery. Taco salad of fuckery. There's your episode title. Boom. Done. That being said, so next. All right, so this is how. The rules will go, because I wrote them down, I sent them to Claire, finalized it. So, this is how the rules of the Waifu War will go. Also, I'm going to work on our Discord this weekend. Um, why is there so many things up and open? Like, I just got this phone, they're talking about, oh, you have too many files, your data, blah, blah, Hey! So, hold on, it's, no, I sent it to her. Excuse me, people, while I'm scrolling. Meanwhile, you can enjoy our Pokemon Town music in the background. Which, I still haven't played Snap. I know. I know. I can't hear you. You froze. No. I, I still haven't played Snap. Oh, I don't blame you. Like, it's, it's, it's the worst game to be addicted to. Like, it has a lot of good parts. And I really enjoy a, I really, really... Well, I haven't even really... And she posted it. You put it down. It, it's just, it's a lot of fun for Pokemon fans to get back into it who played the original Snap. But it's. My one friend, he has. You know, it is what it is. I wouldn't say, I would, I'd say it's a. And you're freezing again. Hold on. I wouldn't say it's $60 people are paying for it. Damn it. It's not worth the 60 I mean. It's not right, worth so, the sixty that people are paying, but it is still a fantastic game. I would say try and buy it on sale. It is a if you play the original, especially. It, this is terrible. 
We gotta figure this out. There's a new mechanics and differences to it. Am I still freezing? Yeah, it's you, a good but, game. But it's a good game. Different. Buy it when it's on sale. I don't think it's worth the sixty dollars if you haven't already bought it. But I did have a lot of fun playing it. All right, so this is going to be the rules of the waifu war. Round one will be basic human beings. So people like Mikasa, um, what's her name? Uh, oh, crap. I just had it in my head. Mikasa, um. Mikasa Ackerman. I basically think Mikasa Ackerman, where she, she really doesn't have any power. She just uses, like, gear. Oh, Levy from, um, Black Lagoon. Oh, fuck. Just, 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 just normal, normal <laughs> waifus where they use, like, maybe normal gear. Like, Grant, you'd be like, well, Mikasa uses a gear that flies around. Well, if we chose a waifu that pilots a jet fighter, like, you know, that works. Because it's not a mech, it's a jet fighter flight. So, all right. It doesn't give her additional strength in actual combat. Yeah. It gives her more mobility. It doesn't so, make her so invincible to other waifus. That basically way. common humans like me and claire round two will be our magical humans so basically magic girls are women that can use magic they could be a witch they could be you know just a rogue at nose could be a magical girl like a uh, car captor sakura you know things like that okay round three will be more the ninjas supernatural people with superpowers so think my hero academia bleach Things like that, okay. Round four will be mythical. When I mean mythical, I mean, like, they're not a god, but they're borderline in god. So, like, Rory Mercury. Rory Mercury. Um, oh, Rei Ayaname. Some... I don't know. Is Rei a god? Oh, have you you haven't seen the last one? I mean, I know she... I gotta read Rei comes from Lilith. Okay, so, I, I, I guess, but I I figured it this way. Black Hole John! I guess. No, I basically, say people. Black Hole Shot is an off-limits category. Yeah, basically, anime waifus who have like a mythical status to them, like they're not exactly gods, but they're they wanted clubs. to. But they're they like could demi demigod status. They they could they could cause a crater if they wanted to demigod. by blinking an Which eye. I'm actually kind of surprised we didn't go for the mech category. Well, because it's so wide and buried, and then on top of that, think about how many like off the top of my head in terms of waifus and mechs, I can yeah. only think of people Two. from. Neon yeah. Genesis, Darlene and the Franks. I oh mean, my god, uh, and that's three. Because I was thinking about the older sister from Cold Geass. Oh, Cold Geass, yes. So, I'm like, oh, there's a few others. Like, well, I, I mean, a few Gundamers. Which, Gundamers. Which, which leads me um, to round five, which is a free-for-all. Now, you're probably wondering, how are you going to do a free-for-all but have all these? Uh, so what we're going to do is, depending, let's say if hypothetically Claire chooses, like, Sakura Haruna, okay? Sakura from, Haruna, really? I'm just giving an example. She chooses her, and I choose, like, um, what was her name? Um, from Gundam Sea Destiny, um, Luna Maria. Okay? So, obviously, Luna Maria is going to have the advantage because she's driving a giant robot. However, if anything, we would just power scale them both down and just turn into a normal fist fight between two women. Now, to settle the score there the, there will be two categories just here actual feats and powers so like basically we can't use anything from like anime movies that the character was in or whatnot it has to come from the actual source material 
Um, and we're only using the basis of their feats and powers that happen in anime. So if there's a manga, you can't use it. Okay. So we're basing on two things. One, actual feats and power. And two, looks. And our judge, making their second appearance on Senpai's playlist for our season two finale, will be none other than Jules herself. I mean, themselves. So... Jules is going to bait. She's not going to know who picked what. And also, Julie is only going to pick based on attractiveness, not in the strength and knowing of anime specialties category. So this is going to be interesting. Speaking of which, all right, Claire, call it in the air. Ready? Gales. All right, you want to go first or last? First. All right, so next week, all Claire's tracks will go first. Mines will go second. Jules is none the wiser. But this is happening. We told you it was going to happen. We got the hentai list out the way. Now it's this. Episode 10, Waifu Wars. And I just want it to be known to the world. Girls can get an ass beat. Wouldn't be the first time. Speaking of perverted things, I actually found this very interesting article today before we go off air. I wanted to ask you about. So, I found an article, and the article clearly states 10 of the best virtual reality sex games. Your face is just all like, what? All right, I'm going to... I. PlayStation VR does not let you use it for sex games. I guess it, it just, it was a weird thing I came across on the net. I'm like, okay. Also, all right, so I gotta, I, I gotta, I, I gotta get something off my chest. I'm really not enjoying this current season of anime. The winter season of anime has been very lackluster. I, no, this is spring. The spring season of anime has been. I'm gonna be honest, I haven't even been keeping up with it really. I, I have been watching Chaos. <laughs> Look, I look. I started watching an anime called Eighty Six, which I'm greatly liking. I'm keeping up with My Hero and One Piece because I love the Olden arc, and this is the, you know, interclass fight arc. Um, Shaman King. I'm still like, We're I didn't even start yet. Yeah. No, it started already. Oh, There's six oh I got to that too. There's six episodes in, so I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I'm just kind of making my way through the list that I have, and I got to be honest. 86 jumped out to me. It shocked me because I didn't think I was going to like it that much. And I'm like, wow. Like, I was literally up there for the past two days up at Scranton watching 86 and playing Monster Hunter. So, um, I don't know. Just, but anyway, so, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not really liking this season, man. Can't wait for the summer season. So, we'll see what happens. But, with that I'm just said, waiting for fall. Like, I'm waiting for more Demon Slayer at this point. Oh my god, like I said, the fights that happened, you thought the fights in Mugen Train were beautiful and crazy, especially that last fight? I mean, so I wouldn't even say that, I wouldn't call the fights beautiful necessarily. In, no, I'm saying in, like their the choreography and the way they did I mean, it. it's it's nicely done, but for me, it's more the feelings you get from the characters in Demon Slayer. Oh, like, I feel like the fights are done well, I but you see, I've, I've also, like, I think you watch too much Shonen. I've also watched a lot of Shonen. I just look that the fights that's going to take place in the Red Light District is going to make every fight before 
look like the romper. Yeah, room. depending on how they do it. Also, you and, know, have they been kind of using on and off CGI? And like, it kind of throws me friendly. It, it works, in my opinion, because you know, it some, works sometimes. I'll put it like this though. I I will say this. Um, Demon Slayer is one of them anime and slash manga that, like, while I was reading the manga, there's never like, God bless you. There's never a moment where, like, all right, and Naruto, Naruto got to a certain point, and just no one could touch him. And Bleach, Ichigo got to a certain point, and no one could touch him. Mugen Train does not suffer from those tropes. It's like every fight they go through is literally a fight to the death. They never once really have the upper advantage against the enemy. This is like Ever. another thing. It's and like parts do- of like newer shonen, though. It's like not even newer shonen, even our generation shonen. It's it is the pauses they take that they have to explain everything, and it kind of throws a wrench and stuff for me. Like I don't mind how they do because I'm very used to it. But at the same time, it's like it's like the difference. Like when they have certain techniques in shonen anime, you know, they have to pause and say everything out loud. And I'm just like watching uh, the sideline, also like knowing watching Samurai Champloo where they just fucking like slash each other like a motherfucker. Yeah, because I feel like this: their their backs are always against the wall in Mugen Train. Every victory is a. Another thing I really like about Mugen Train, oh, not Mugen Train, Demon Slayer in general, is that. Alright, after a battle, it's not like, oh, the next day, they're healed. No. They literally take months. Oh, that's another thing I had about Mortal Kombat is, like, they don't look like they just fought. Bam. They just want to see some titties at their shirts getting ripped. That's all. <laughs> I mean, that's why I watch Iki Towson. Oh. So, I feel like we're eventually going to visit, I can't believe this is in hentai, somewhere next season. But we're coming up on the season 10. I'm going to work on our Discord this week. And I'll probably make Claire admin because she's better at this stuff than I am. All right. Um, Slash, you- if you join our Discord and play any PC video games, I need a new Destiny team. Because I am... If only if it was cross-platform, I could Lagging help behind everyone else in Destiny. But I, I have to play more. I, I still need to play Destiny 2, so... With that being said, so, oh, also to make some more fairness about the whole waifu war thing, both me and Claire will be withholding our tracks from the other to the day of the podcast. And we're literally just going to reveal the tracks to each other five minutes before we start the show, which will give me more than enough time to get the tracks, get her tracks downloaded. But still lock them in. Yeah. So, any last words, Miss Bullock, before I... Tap that ass. Whose ass are you tapping? Like, no, I'm th- th- I'm not falling for that trap. <laughs> oh no no, you almost got me. No no no, no no no. So, we're gonna close out first with "Simple and Clean" from Yutada Hokaru, which is the ending to Kingdom Hearts. Which that reminds me. So I started this thing called the summer game challenge so what you do every summer from june to the last week of august you choose 10 games that's in your backlog they give you the games that you started that you didn't finish games that you've been meaning to start whatever 10 games in your backlog and you try to beat them all before the summer's over so my list currently consists of if it's what i'm currently playing i'm fucking screwed because i'm right. doing Persona so, 5 Royal. 
My list consists of Chrono Trigger for the Super Nintendo, No More Heroes 1, Red Dead Redemption 2, Kingdom Hearts 3, Doom Eternal, Ghost of Tsushima, Omni Musha, Death Stranding, Pikmin 3, and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Oh god, I have that, don't I? Oh. Alright, so I will have my list next week, but I also, I, I bought Age of Calamity, played about like an hour in, and then I got sidetracked. And I what? also have Red Dead on my list. I forget. I, what? Whatever the oh ninja chick is in that game that does the little seals, yeah, she is broken. There's oh no sense in there's God, no sense in using. Backlogs are so fucking huge. I just I need to go through every. I've do, gone do through everything. Not, do you That's, not remember my shelf over here? I remember your shelf, but your shelf compared to my Steam account is it's like oh my god my steam account okay so here's my thing if you took out your hentai games how many actual games do you have so quite a few uh, so um <laughs> you know how um we have the steam point system stuff going on the point store uh -huh. so i calculated about how much i spent in the last about um oh. a little bit over a year now actually i think and it is it's it's, it's, it's a bit i'm gonna say so you can you can see in your point store like how they work. Um, let's see if the the history. So, in the last like year or so, So you get a I think you get a hundred points to the dollar for Steam, I believe, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. A year or so um, on games, I spent close to $1,500 uh, plus PlayStation with that. And I also spent a decent amount because of sales, man. Sales, get me. Oh, a lot of games. I understand games that, but play. wow. You yeah. Dropped a car payment in games. I don't, <laughs> I don't ever want to hear a woman say to me, "You spend too much money on games." Until I drop fifteen hundred dollars on games in a two-year time span, I don't want to hear shit. One year, one-year time span. All right, that's it. So's over, people. You have a good <laughs> night. Uh, Claire, anything you want to say to them before we go? Have a good night. Okay. Bye, beer. That's. And she's freezing again. She has something about buying beer. You're freezing. Buy strong beer. Oh, Lord. All right. And as always, in the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. And Wu-Tang forever. This is Yutaro Hukaru, Simple and Clean, and Last Kiss from Neon Genesis, Thrice Upon a Time. Catch y'all next time for Waifu Wars. Have a good night.
めてのルーブルはなんてことはなかったわ私だけのモナリザもうとっくに出会ってたかった初めてあなたを見たあの日動き出した車止められない喪失の予感「まぶしいこ」